For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. So we're in the Harbourview pub in Roga. It's me, Matthew. I'm with Mickey Loft and Richard. And, well, we're going to Wembley again. Twice. How do you feel about that, me? Absolutely delighted. Um, I think it's probably a consummate away performance when you have an advantage from the first leg. I feel it was a really professional job. And even in the last stages, when Will Grigg came off for Charlie White, it maybe wasn't the obvious choice, but I felt as though he ran the clock down really well and his experience really showed. But I can't complain. I mean, Portsmouth should have had three players sent off. Well, might, I, 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 that was just going to bring that up. Might sound extreme to some, but I think we should have had three people sent off. And I think McLaughlin made two great saves, maybe three. But we deserve to go through tonight, definitely. Agreed. Well, red cards... We had one in the first leg, which was overturned. There were at least two red cards for me tonight. Yeah, um, it's one of those ones that the referee won't give because it's so early in the game, but letter of the law, you know, the first one, definite red, you know, it was a shoulder high, foot challenge. Second one, a ball. For me, the first against. one, it, it's a follow through in the first one, yeah, yeah, which yeah. makes it a red card. It was like, a, you like got him in a headlock with his foot. Yeah. It, I mean... And all day long that's a red card doesn't matter if it's minute one or minute about, 90 people talk card. about Stud Sean and his, his studs were shown it's late he's followed through can someone else please give me a rational explanation of how it's not a red card is there any rational explanations to any refereeing in this league to be honest I think the first one you don't give because it's that early in the game and he was you know establishing the pace of the game Second time, I don't think the referee's got any. You can't throw the you can't throw the ball at someone's face. Is a red? It's a red card. How how are you going to look at that? And I've said this a few times on the podcast this season. You've looked at something, you've seen it happen, and you've gone, "Yeah, I'm going to give that decision." No, like you've seen him throw the ball at him, hit the linesman as well, which was impressive to be honest. What we did really well early on is, is we set the tone and we dealt with whatever they threw at us and I think they showed their immaturity by yeah. reacting like, over the top to everything not early on we, we were just really calm in the, in the face of it all not only immaturity but I think limitations is probably a better word yeah I, I think we sort of we mentioned Maguire he, he had sort of a measured way of doing what they were doing for me I mean, there's, there's times where I've seen us in the past and we've been very childish in our performances. We've not, you know, we've not been professional enough to see a game out. But our game management tonight was fantastic. In, in terms of not just managing the, the, the on the field, it was it was the, just just managing the atmosphere of that game and reacting and just not reacting in that in that way. And it, I think in that way we looked like a, like a higher higher quality team. We looked like we've had the more experience. When we've got them rattled to the point where their fans are trying to assault our player but he falls into the crowd legitimately, you know you've got them on the rock? Yeah, no, I agree. That was amazing. 
like by the way if you've seen the photos of <laughs> oh nine falling into the crowd and then some well something trying to get on the pitch yeah there were, there were shades of shades of David Speedy and uh, yeah. in the clock stand with Gary Bennett pushing him in wasn't it but I think I mean, that's that, allowed though you know yeah, yeah. In that respect, that was that was that was a different time. You wouldn't have stewards lying in the lying in the pitch. There were there were stewards there, and they, they seemed to take an absolute age to get over. When you're talking about you know multi-million pound players, assets to the football club, and they're they're just being allowed to be you know yeah. to be attacked really. I mean, if, if that guy had completely lost his head, which he pretty much had, had he done a little bit more, he, he could have you know he could have done a lot more damage. It's like a, a serious injury potentially on the yeah on the cards, and then you're looking at all sorts of implications after that. I just think like for me, Portsmouth went on about this. Oh well. And the players released a video this week, oh, well, today. We're not done, not, not that we're not done yet, that was our thing. But, oh, Sunderland seemed to think that they've won the game in the first leg. And I think, in some ways, we won the tie in the first yeah. leg. We, Gareth, Gareth makes a great point. Oh, no, that's well, it. Oh. It's, very, it's very rare, but on, on Tuesday, sorry, he did make a great point. It's all very well, Portsmouth coming out with all these over-the-top statements, but they don't have the ability to back it up. No, well, so e- even though they beat us 3-1 just before Christmas, that was with 10 men. So Who got 10 off me? Leuvens. Yeah. I mean, if he played on the wing instead of, out position that cent- position. instead of out position that centre half, you know what I mean? But to be serious, so when it was a draw, you know yeah, what I mean? They, was, yeah, yeah, they won on penalties. And at home, we were the better side all day. So as Gareth said, logic dictates that we're fairly even in terms of the two sides so them coming out with all that nonsense before the game was actually music to my ears because I think they rattled and they're going to focus more on that than actually playing football and so it proved we heard the players in the run up saying you know you should you'll, you should see us at Fratton Park we're going to we're going to turn them over and although there was a little bit of pressure and there was a few chances but it was hardly the Alamo it, was, it wasn't as if they were camped in the half all the way through the game we, we had we had our opportunities too so. just, for me it was sort of well they were just general pressure and general chances that you'd get from a side that were 1-0 down in a playoff semi-final. So sort of, they were in about oh, the, fr- the Fratton Park atmosphere that, were, you know, they're going to get a shot of your lives. You, you've just drawn a home of Accrington, you've lost to Peterborough. Bye. So, I'm not being funny, we, obviously we weren't there, but pathetic for me. Yeah. I mean, a few like middle-aged dogs who've been dragged through a JD sports shop doesn't intimidate people. Well, it's that simple. Incredible behaviour, really. But I, I just yeah. can't believe because I paused with like I made a comment, I believe the other day. But going on as if a Wickham Wanderers or somebody like that, as if like we're kind of a massive club going to them and they're like, oh, we're going to show yeah. these. It's pathetic, like for a club that sees themselves on such a pedestal. Well, I mean, their owner as well. I don't know. So. Sort of financial dealings of it but they're not owned by a local businessman they're, they're, they're owned by a wealthy fella yeah, they, they talk about the spirit of Milan but you know that they were literally a completely different football club then yeah and the well, fans don't remember that because they're now a, a new entity yeah you know they've they've had that period that 
that they had, you know, the decade out of the out of the top flight, and they've reinvented themselves now as this kind of community club, which is great. But you know, that spirit of Milan is a real distant memory for. Yeah, that was what two thousand and eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, but yeah. like it's you like, say, like Redknapp was there. Then. It's like yeah. us talking Celebr- about. I'm a celebrity now. It's so. like us talking about a victory over Newcastle and saying the spirit of Kevin Richardson. Yeah, we don't have to though because we've no, beaten we them several because, times yeah, since then. We're from every time, but but. Slagging off for Marks and Portsmouth aside, who do you think stood out tonight? Apart from the clock, looks he made two great saves. But the goalkeeper for me, I thought Camo was excellent. I thought Maguire had them. Craig, Craig, you probably disagree, but Maguire knew what they were doing and beat them at their own game for me. Yeah. I was listening to the uh, the Totally Football League show the other day, and they were saying that that Maguire's got that in his locker and he. He, he needs to show more of his football ability as opposed to kind of winding the other team up. But I think he played it perfectly tonight. Aye, in terms of, he, he was on, he was on a knife edge in, in terms of how how wound up he had those Portsmouth fans. Um, you know, he didn't he didn't have that many opportunities apart from one way where, where, where he slipped in the box. Um, and, but you know, in terms of in terms of the job they need to do that night, he was he was front and centre. Everybody rallied. They had the they had the fans rally. Had the players rally as well. He certainly had um, a fellow who threw the ball off his face rattled. I feel Ledbetter quietly had a really good game tonight. No, I, I, like, I, yeah. like the point I made on the pod the other night, it was tonight a lot of it was about ball retention and not getting too overexcited and carried away. And I think Ledbetter just brought that calmness to the midfield. And there were several times where Portsmouth looked as though they might have a semblance of a counter-attack. And Ledbetter nipped that in the board and he played some really good kind of short passes and he was always available for the ball. And I think quietly, maybe in the paper tomorrow he'll get a 6 out of 10, but I think the job he did for the team tonight was brilliant. I agree, I thought it was great. Centre-halves as well, again. Well, dealt with everything really well. It was a few times flying and looked a bit, oh, what are you doing? But then strode out with the ball, so, well, I thought they were... I thought, I I thought everybody did it. Did it. it was just the ideal, sure. ideal performance, really. I think from what, from what I've seen so far this season, I think Flanagan and Ozturk, now that Ozturk's match fit and looking like the player that we signed at the start of the, start of the season, he's, I know it's, a, it's the best combination that we've got. That, that needs to, we need to stick with that for, for Wembley, therefore. Well, definitely for the final. Brings us on to the final. Charlton, Doncaster tomorrow. Can you see anything other than the Sunland Charlton final? Nope. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love for it to be different. I'd love for it to be a Sunderland Doncaster final just because of the fact that we finished so far ahead of them. But Charlton, we, we've got we've, we've got little to fear from Charlton as well. So we, you know, this is not this is not post game bravado. This is reality. We haven't lost it. We haven't lost it either. Doncaster. We need we need to be backing ourselves in games like this. Bizarrely, Doncaster were one of the worst teams I've seen this season. Yeah. yeah. And yet they're in with a show of playing us in the in the in the final with that goal that they got in the last minute on Sunday. So they almost slid in, into the playoffs by default, didn't they? By by finishing what 20, 20 points behind yeah. uh, the teams that finished. Uh, well, between, I think twenty points behind us weren't they in the end. Yeah, I, I, I can't. We run eight, lots of points. Yeah. Loads of points. I mean, whoever we face in the playoffs shouldn't really be a worry to us because. Even the game where we drew away from home, a lot of people are a little bit revisionist about that and saying we were lucky to get a draw. But Charlie White had an unbelievable chance at 1-0. Well, he had two. He had two. We could, and Gooch as well, I believe, he hit the post of a bar. Yeah, he did. Then we could have gone in at half-time in our game 3-0 in front. Obviously, we didn't, and we drew the game ultimately. 
but we had to beat the Charlton that day. But we didn't lose the, first the game, half. And then obviously on the opening day, I know Charlton had a squad side, but we had Barley Mumba playing centre midfield. And to be fair, we basically forfeit the game by having Donald Love at right back. Yeah. So, that, well, that's exactly <laughs> the point I was going to make. We managed to beat them with, with, with Love and Mumba. Well, loving, yeah. loving for the final. So, I mean, as well, I mean, if you looked at the team that we played on the opening day, if we had to field that team now you'd be appalled wouldn't you no I'd be delighted because Leuven's <laughs> in seriousness yes <laughs> but no so as I say no team we play in the final should hold any fear we've got a going with a mentality but we've knocked out one of the big guns in this semi-final and Charlton and Doncaster we know we can beat them so we've got a going with our positive mind frame I agree if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery think again Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, I'm Craig Clark and I'm with Rory Fallow and we're the only two people from Wise Men Say who bothered to come to the match tonight. <laughs> digs, else. digs. Everyone else is a, is a parasite <laughs> who didn't come today. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, we've had a great time because we survived the Milan atmosphere. Um, Kenny Jacker just desperately wants to defend the Czech Trade Trophy as well. Remember that. Kenny Sackers. Kenny Sackers, obviously. And maybe he will be sacked. Well, who knows? Well, Portsmouth, those last two games, well, last three games, if we look at it, have been pathetic, really. <laughs> what have they done against us? Right, fair enough, they scored a goal in the league game. But they've been dreadful. They've been turgid. Considering the form we've been on, we could not have asked for a better tie. And tonight, it's the best we've executed a defensive game plan all season. They they were never offering anything as well, but credit our players. McLaughlin was excellent in goal, fair enough. He had to make two or three really good saves. But apart from that, Ozturk and Flanagan were really solid. Maybe have Flanagan having a shaky moment, but Ozturk was excellent. Oviedo for me. Full, both fullbacks. Like Oviedo, definitely. Over the two legs, he's been excellent. We, we, we were doubting him as well going into the playoffs, which I think I think as a support, we need to like recognise that. But 9 as well, like I've, I've been definitely guilty of saying 9 doesn't look like a fullback, but tonight. Excellent. I, I often grief him. Punched as well. Yeah. In, in well, well, yeah. Forget the game. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Wait there. We've got a man here. Get on it. Get on it. What's what's, what's your name? Ed Gordon. Gordon. We have found some more people who were at the match. Oh yes, there's a few of us here, still celebrating. Talk to us about that incident. Well, when I saw it at the time, I thought it was a bit dodgy because Max Power went over and really remonstrated with a fan. And then that fan got in the jumped the hordens as well. Apparently Max Power was like offering him out. Oh, he was, yeah, he was yeah, Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why Max Power 
should be basically just given a start here. Lifetime <laughs> Yeah, not that quite way. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no but he's, he's, he's come good, hasn't he? But since he got that second, the third red card was cindered, he went off the boil a little bit. Cindered. Yeah, he was cindered, yeah. <laughs> no, what I'll, what I'll say was that obviously. I didn't say at the time, but apparently Max Power went over there because he was annoyed because Luke Undine got kicked twice and punched as well. If that's true, that's shameful. It really is. It doesn't. Oh, that, that, if it's true, Cantwell went over as well. What well, well, my friend was watching in America, and he said um, when he was watching it on the television that uh, someone was offering Cantwell out from the crowd. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I thought because Cantwell doesn't get too excited about that sort of thing. What's your What's your name? Sorry, mate. Keith. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Catmull. You're right. Catmull's a consummate professional. Whatever, you, whatever you say about him. I think in terms of in terms of the outfield players, would you would you agree? Uh, McLaughlin, man of the match. But in terms of in terms of the outfield players, though, it was all about. He was man of the match, but he did over the course of the game. We weren't under too much pressure, you know. So, what's your name, sorry? Paddy. Paddy. Yeah. They had very few clear cut chances over the course of the game. So as we were set up superbly well, and do you think, think we Catamol played into that a lot? How, how how well we were set up? The, the, yeah. the, their chances were limited because was, was man of the match. If you take an outfield player, what about Brian Oviedo? I thought he was magnificent as well. He played well. And power in the first But we have to give credit to Jack Ross because I think tonight Jack Ross came of age that was his best managerial performance for us this season without a doubt in terms of a defensive performance massively we've, we early yeah. in the season we had good like attacking ones like yeah. if, you, if you look at Scunthorpe Rochdale which is going really early in the season but we've never had a good defensive performance had we like a nil nil like it's only it's only the second time we've had a centre half himself as well, well yeah. so you would expect yes. that you would expect the first, that the first half of the season we had Madger who would always get us it's out the shit oh it's different I, I would agree with that I mean Madger has been a huge miss hasn't he we were set up so well tonight at no stage in that game did we need to change the way we were playing because they weren't putting us under they weren't causing real problems so we didn't need to change the way we played and as a performance it was so professional and we were set up so well I didn't think a Sunderland team could be set up like that and do the job they did but it was so especially so watching us in the second half of this especially watching us in the second half of the season oh, we, 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 coming out to Fleetwood two weeks ago <laughs> absolutely that's it the South End Fleetwood and South End I could see us getting beat in the playoffs quite he was, easily he wasn't going there he watches after Fleetwood I'm not going to say that we're getting kicked out of here, so we'll wrap it up because we've met these great lads. But we should also say, I think, like, credit to not a pat ourselves on the back here, but like, I thought our support was absolutely magnificent, right? It was amazing. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. If you get if you get two thousand away match, you get great support. Five thousand. Everyone's spread out, aren't they? Yeah. Everyone's spread out. So yeah. people were expecting a bear pit at Portsmouth, and I think their fans were quite subdued at the start. Are you talking about the famous Milan atmosphere? We were supposed <laughs> to be experiencing. Where, where are you going to have one smoke bomb? <laughs> <laughs>
have 20. Well, you didn't have any, did you? Did did you? To be honest, though, Kenny Jacket just really wants to defend this Checker Trade trophy, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Jacket, you're getting sacked. He wasn't a bad footballer, though. Thing is, though, right, Kenny I'm Jacket. Got, he was alright. Was he? Yeah. Who do you play for, like? He's a workman like footballer. He's a workman like manager, to be fair to him. I don't care about that. I'll say it again, I said it on the weekend. He's he is basically the Neil Warnock of League One. Yeah, he will get your results at that level. But that's manager. it. Don't get me, he's a decent manager, but, but he would still swap. The checker trade for this. Absolutely. Absolutely he would. And I was thinking that as we celebrated, lapping it up, you know what I mean? Like Can I just enjoying it. That was the easy part. The hard part's going to be beating Charlton. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Don't whirl well, out no, no, Doncaster no, no, Rovers. Because you're right, because no, 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 every week will be a Sunderland-Doncaster <laughs> final. You, you heard it here. Thirdly. Love that. Love that. But to bring it on to it, no, no, to, 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 to wrap it up, at Charlton, it'll be it'll be. It difficult. won't be Charlton, it'll be Doncaster. Well, whoever it is, we've heard it here first. Every away team has gone through. Let's play the way in the second leg's oh, gone through so far. Good point. Donny for me. Donny for me. Come on, Donny. What a perfect it's a problem on the train is coming from all part of the world for the match. That's a very good point. <laughs> how, do you feel, how do you feel going in the? We'll, we'll go around, lads. Wembley for me. Perfect symmetry. The first game of the season. In, yeah. the, in League One with yes. Sunderland Charlton. I like this. Last minute to winner. end it, Sunderland Charlton. And with a last minute winner, we're going to beat them. You're not going to it, A minute ago, he said it was heard here first, Sunderland Doncaster. He's on the wine, he's, he's, he's refined. <laughs> we, we, no, no one's pointing out that they're it's, drinking red wine. Oh, no, I was going to bring the red, red wine up in a minute. I'm being honest, I've got this feeling fifth versus sixth in League Two. Right. Fifth versus sixth in the championship. No. And fifth versus sixth in League One. It's a perfect symmetry. We'll and see. I mean we've seen Doncaster they're atrocious. Oh, <laughs> right. Predict no, right, what do you reckon? Right. Predictions of for the final. Are we going up? Yes. Just simple yes or no? Yes. Don't know. Ah boo. It's we will go up. Hey. Yes. Hey. Not sure. Beat Charlton on penalties. We're going to beat Doncaster and John Marquis is going to be crying into his man bun. It's the last game that's going to be played yeah, under them floodlights. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah. Oh, you're right. Down. Yes. And the first team was Newcastle. You're kidding. Yeah. Good history, that. Yeah. Did, did Newcastle beat them? 2-0. Right, my battery's going to die. Boom. Me, right, so. <laughs> right, we're wrapping that up. Thanks, thanks to the lads who we've met here. Yeah. Great, great lads. Wembley. Come on. Where? Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.